day nine. Tonight, we had a very nice chef meal kit, Bangkok-style vegetable pad thai that my colleague Linda delivered. She also brought a card, which included some gift cards that various InterVarsity staff had contributed to to help during my recovery. The front of the card features kintsugi, which is the Japanese art of repairing broken pottery or ceramics with gold. The repair transforms the flaw by making it more beautiful and valuable. It also adds to the story of the piece by commemorating the fracture and celebrating it being fixed. I like the idea in general because it testifies to beauty through brokenness, but I particularly appreciate it at the moment. I feel like I am being mended and am a little less broken than I was before the surgery. Even if it does not feel like that, I know it is true. Today, I'm thankful for the generosity, prayer and support of our fabulous staff team. I'm also grateful for skilled artisans who are able to use metal to repair fragile things that break and make them strong and useful again. I was trying to think what the opposite of being thankful is. The best I could come up with were ungrateful and disappointed. Sometimes we're given gifts or experiences which are basically good, but for one reason or another, we do not appreciate or value them. We do not say thank you. All this is being ungrateful. Other times we receive less than we dreamed, worked for or thought we deserved. Our focus is on what we have missed out on. This is disappointment. Often in life we face both these realities and can wrestle with that is my glass half full or half empty by dynamic or be so preoccupied with the issue that we forget to drink. Here David starts a psalm of thanksgiving saying he will give thanks to the Lord with all of his heart. There is no qualification, no hint of disappointment, no percentage calculation in his glass or his heart. He will tell of all God's wonderful deeds. I will give thanks to you, Lord, with all my heart. I will tell of all your wonderful deeds. I will be glad and rejoice in you. I will sing the praises of your name, O Most High. My enemies turn back. They stumble and perish before you. For you have upheld my right and my cause, sitting enthroned as the righteous judge. You have rebuked the nations and destroyed the wicked. You have blotted out their name for ever and ever. Endless ruin has overtaken my enemies. You have uprooted their cities. Even the memory of them has perished. The Lord reigns forever. He has established his throne for judgment. He rules the world in righteousness and judges the people with equity. The Lord is a refuge for the oppressed, a stronghold in times of trouble. Those who know your name trust in you, for you, Lord, have never forsaken those who seek you. Seek the praises of the Lord enthroned in Zion. Proclaim among the nations what he has done. For he who avenges blood remembers. He does not ignore the cries of the afflicted. Lord, see how my enemies persecute me. Have mercy and lift me up from the gates of death, 
that I may declare your praises in the gates of daughter Zion, and there rejoice in your salvation. The nations have fallen into the pit. They have dug, their feet are caught in the net they have hidden. The Lord is known by his acts of justice. The wicked are ensnared by the work of their hands. The wicked go down to the realm of the dead. All the nations that forget God. But God will never forget the needy. The hope of the afflicted will never perish. Arise, Lord, do not let mortals triumph. Let the nations be judged in your presence. Strike them with terror, Lord. Let the nations know they are only mortal. Because David's thanksgiving is not focused on what he has received, but on who he is addressing, he gives thanks to the Lord for who he is and what he has done. So David is glad and rejoices, not primarily in his circumstances, but in God. But the Most High is also to be thanked because of how he has changed David's circumstances. His enemies have turned back, stumbled and perished before God. God has upheld David's cause, rebuked the nations and destroyed his enemies. Their names are blotted out, their cities destroyed and their memory has perished. Those powers that looked so imposing and substantial have been obliterated in the light of God's righteous judgment. In contrast to these temporary kingdoms is the kingdom of God. The Lord reigns forever. His kingdom is not transitory. The Lord is good. He rules with righteousness and judges with equity. The Lord is powerful, a refuge for the oppressed and a stronghold in times of trouble. David is confident that God will look after all who trust in him. He encourages the people to remember and proclaim what God has done. One of the techniques that we talk about in coaching sports is using memory to store away a process or an attitude. Under pressure, if things are going awry, we try to access the memory to mentally recover, replicate patterns of behaviour and boost performance. Remembering does not happen accidentally. It is an intentional act and an important discipline. The psalmist instructs the people that they are to recount what God has done among the nations. This deliberate activity is a witness and a testimony. It is a reminder that God also remembers, and in particular remembers the cries of the afflicted, the persecuted, and the needy. David again asks God for rescue and restoration. This prayer for mercy leads to a conclusion about what is going on in history. Lest any have any doubts or concerns about God's judgment, David is clear that God is known by his acts of justice. The nations will be judged for their lack of righteousness and wickedness, not doing what they should do and doing what they should not. Nations bring ruin on themselves. They fall into a pit they have dug. Their feet get caught in a net which they have hidden. They are ensnared by the work of their own hands. This is what could be termed poetic justice, but at root is their mortality. That they do not have life apart from God, 
And if they live away from God, they will ultimately face his judgment. So David finishes by praying that they will be shocked into operating differently and that the nations will know that they are only mortal. In ancient Rome, a victorious general was often rewarded with a triumph. They entered the city in an ornate chariot, parading the conquests of triumph. It was a massive opportunity for self-promotion, advancement of reputation and increasing popularity. Beside the conquering general stood a slave whose job was to whisper to the general continually, remember you are just a man. It was intended to stop them getting ideas above themselves in the moment and starting to think they were God. Despite the acclamation around them, they were mortal. It is a seductive trap for any of us to begin to believe our own publicity, to step onto a pedestal and begin to believe that somehow we have a different level of importance and entitlement. The reminder of mortality is an important corrective for all in positions of power or authority. And remembering that our very life is the gift of God should lead us to thankfulness, which I seem to remember. It's where we started this song.